0: Thank you for joining me on this journey, and now, let's create a life we love. Well, hello, hello again, and thank you for joining me. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. Wherever you are, however you are, I wish you a grateful Monday, today's episode. It's going to be a shorter one, but I think it's going to be a goodie. It's nine Easy ways to build more gratitude in your life. I think gratitude is a key component to living a happy life, a created life. It is something that we can never get enough of. It's one of those continual, ongoing transformations that we have to be creating in our life. And certainly I can attest to its power. It is something that has changed my life, especially through particular periods that were extremely challenging. And I think the power in gratitude is that it ultimately cures one of the main triggers for the problems that we have, whether it's with relationships, with ourselves, with situations. What it all comes down to is not enough. Something is lacking. Something has been taken from us or is missing in some way. And that sets the impetus for momentum. It sets the impetus for action and reaction, rather, to that situation. And what the power of gratitude is, is that we can make a shift internally, regardless of the situation outside of you, regardless of what's going on, you can make it enough in your own mind and your own reality, and that is extremely powerful because we can go on an entire life, just acting and being and doing, uh, around an idea that something isn't enough, whether it's ourselves, whether it's somebody else, or whatever. So gratitude is an important life habit. I think it's sometimes overplayed, or you know we don't we don't see the power of it, and that's one of the things I'll talk about. In one of the tips here, which is acknowledging others. But I think it's a habit that you can never get too good at. You can never have too much of it in your life because it is a lifesaver. So without further ado, here we go. Nine easy habits that you can incorporate in your life. Even if you take one of these and you make it a consistent habit, I think it's going to make a drastic change in your life. So The first one is investing yourself. It's not investing in yourself, although that's really useful too. This is investing yourself. What does that mean? That means putting yourself 100% in every relationship, in every situation, in every conversation that you happen to find yourself with people. Investing in yourself is ultimately about vulnerability. It is about sharing your world and being open to other people's worlds. You know, this is something that took me a while to learn. And, you know, I would go through conversations with people and they're telling me about their lives. And I would just let the words hit my face like, like rain on a windshield, you know. And I realized that I really wasn't listening. A big part of investing yourself is listening. And how that works is that you're able to drop your own self, your own ego. When you're in a conversation with somebody and and let the fullness of that experience enter you, enter your mind, enter your spirit, so you can truly be with somebody. And that takes courage because sometimes we get uncomfortable socially, we you know feel awkward or whatever, and you have to let all that stuff go. And those types of situations, when you can fully invest yourself, there is a transformation there. Because we get an authentic human connection. And when you when you feel that with somebody, when you genuinely connect, you get a little boost and sometimes a big boost. We are social creatures. We're designed to to react to these social interactions and to have positive, authentic connections with each other. So you get a serotonin boost. You get those neurochemicals going. And then that makes it so much easier to be thankful and grateful for life and feel like, hey, I'm high on life and things are going great. So invest yourself. And the other way of thinking about that, you know, I talk about this through a lot of the workshops I do and and work with people in in ballroom dancing. That is one of the the key components to being successful is investing. You know, investing yourself means really being willing to risk. You know, don't try something 80% of the way Complete it. Go all the way through it. Whatever you decide to commit to, follow through on it 100%. Invest yourself in a situation. It's it's more common than not that we we begin something. Let's say that you're afraid of of you know completing or afraid of even succeeding at, but you've got some doubts. You could you start that and then you know you don't invest yourself 100% in it. And then it's something about it doesn't work. And then it just confirms your fear. And you say, oh, well, see, it wasn't going to work out anyway. How many times do we do that? All the time with relationships, with business ideas, with our own education, whatever. You know, ultimately, we have to make a habit of investing ourselves fully. The amount that you get back is what you put in. That's with relationships too. You know, so learn to invest yourself. That's going to put you at a higher vibration period which is going to open up a lot more opportunities for gratitude. That's number one. Number two, be creative and do creative stuff. I'm a huge believer in this one because creation is my life. I love to write. I love to play the piano and share that with people. I love to do this podcasting stuff. I dance. Uh, I used to paint and I do a lot of art as a kid. You don't do too much of that anymore, but I would love to get back into it. You know, creation is something that is central to our, existence. And that doesn't mean you have to be artsy-fartsy, but it does mean that you have to find what is it you're passionate about. This is about finding your passion. Some people manifest their creative energy by being great organizers or, you know, they're great with their kids and create a good family. Whatever it is, you know, that is your passion. Act on it and that's going to give you fulfillment. That kind of goes back to the first one, which is investing yourself. Because when you're in alignment with your creative, you know, energy, your creative drives, you're finding your life purpose. You are getting fulfillment for your day. You're creating little projects that will be there for you to come back to. And sure, yeah, they come with responsibilities and problems. But at the end of the day, if there's a powerful why behind those projects, there's a powerful driving reason. It is something that will always keep you motivated and give you a reason to be grateful for. There's a lot of things that right now are overwhelming to me with a lot of the stuff I'm creating. I've got a lot of exciting things that I'm building for the future and it's overwhelming but the overarching vision and the why behind it, I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful that I have a higher purpose for living because if you don't, that energy is going to be expressed somewhere. You know, and that usually takes the shape of having toxic relationships in your life, you know, going through the cycle of work and then going out and, you know, whatever, uh, going out on the weekend, coming back, partying, and then starting all over again. So there's this meaningless cycle that we all go through. And without a higher outlet for our creative drives and passions, it is difficult to maintain gratitude. So, Be creative, do creative stuff. Number three, go outside. This is obvious. Everybody around us, at least in Phoenix, you know, right now we try to stay inside because it is hot as hell. And that's not something you want to do. But find a way to go outside. Maybe if it's really hot outside, like where I live, go at night. Take a little walk. Maybe go with your bike in the early morning. You know, find some time to even, you know, I have this bench that's right outside the place I work at. And it's it's shaded. So I love, even though it's hot, sometimes I get a little cold inside. I love to just go out there and sit if I have a good 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and just sit and enjoy nature. There is something powerful and filling about nature. I use the word filling because again, this all relates to being enough and creating the feeling of enough more in your life. And nature has a very good way of doing that there's something about the ambient sounds the you know unpredictable shapes and things like that that just make our left brain check out we don't have to think about that stuff anymore and you know we can just tune out and tune in to the vibrations there's nothing like sitting at the beach for example i love going to the beach because of that very reason I can just lay there and listen. I could lay there for hours and just become part of something else. So going outside allows your system to be refreshed and disconnected from the constant stream of notifications and things that are reminding you that you haven't acted yet and you're missing money or you need to do this and you haven't done it and all that stress of the world that is an obstacle to gratitude. So include nature regularly. In your gratitude habits. Number four, talk to plants. This is a very strange one, maybe at first, but I'll give you my own strategy. You know, I'm a pretty busy guy. I love dogs. I love animals, but I just don't have time for one. And so I got myself a lot of plants. And for a while, I made a habit of talking to them. You know, plants are living creatures. They do respond to classical music, to our emotions. This has been proven. And the best thing about plants is that they don't judge you. You know, you can you can create a relationship with your plants. It sounds maybe funny, but give it a shot, you know. And and the reason this is important is because a large part of gratitude, which this ties into the next point, but a large part of gratitude is the communicative nature of it. You know, how you speak and how you write. And if it's hard for you to... Express your gratitude to the people around you, which is, that is difficult. You know, we have to all get over that because that's a huge part of building more gratitude. But until then, practice on your plants. You know, get a plant, put it in there. I have a little aloe plant and a money tree, and I always thank them for their contribution to my life, for filtering my air, for bringing me good luck and energy and health and for, you know, making my house beautiful, you know. And ultimately, these little expressions, yeah, you're not socializing with the plant, but the plant is a space for you to communicate those things safely and encouragingly and know that it is benefiting something else, someone else. You know, that plant has a spirit, it has an energy energy. And you get to communicate with that. And in the process, you're building the process of gratitude inside of you through talking and through learning to express. And that comes down to the next, uh, you know, the fifth point, which is pray. You know, when I say pray, I don't care what faith denomination you are or whether you believe in God or not. For me, prayer is not about that, it's not about religion. Prayer is about communicating to something greater than yourself and why that's important is because humility is a it's like the back of the hand if gratitude is the palm humility is the back of the hand they go hand in hand with each other you know you you can't be arrogant and grateful you know that doesn't doesn't work generally humility when you're acknowledging that you are not the most important thing in the world and that there is a greater force in your life that you can be grateful for. You know, there is something healing about that. There is something healing about tuning into the universe, nature, God, whatever you want to call it, and thanking that greater force for having your back and at the very least allowing you to live one more day. You know, you don't have to have this fantastical concept of a God you know, even if you don't believe in God, it doesn't matter. There is a greater system that we're all part of. And at the very least, to have lived another day as part of that system is something that we can express gratitude through communication with ourselves. You know, that's prayer. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. So making a habit of connecting to that higher energy, that higher whatever, on a regular basis will build your humility, will help you be present to things that you can be grateful for, to the miracles of your life, to the great mystery of the world. We have lost our sense of mystery in this common age. We have lost our sense of wonderment with nature, with the world, with creation. We're so caught up in our little cubicles and boxes and phones and notifications and social media that we think we are the most outstanding interesting thing on the planet and all it takes is a trip outside and a little bit of quiet time to yourself to just see how amazing and mysterious this thing that we live in is and when you get that experience you know you can get it through prayer you can get it through going outside you can get it through talking to plants you can get it through being creative All these things lead to the same idea, which is, wow, this is truly amazing. I I am enough. Whatever I was worrying about is nothing really to be worrying about, at least not for right now. So number six is also in alignment with talking to plants and praying. It is a communicative way of building gratitude, and that's acknowledging others. You know, acknowledging is something that I learned about at a lot of the personal growth seminars that I went through. And it's a very simple yet powerful social tool to invest in your relationships, to create more gratitude, to build your own linguistic you know, structure in your mind. You know How you talk is very important. How you distinguish things in your mind, that is a skill that is very, very important because it's also how we can distinguish problems and how we can separate ourselves from a particular, you know, issue. If a, if a thing occurs to you in a certain way, your ability to make distinctions in language and to separate things will also factor into your ability to separate yourself from a particular situation, how it occurs to you, you know. So using your mind in that fashion is very important. So acknowledging others, what that boils down to is really being specific, number one, with what you want to acknowledge somebody for being frequent, you know, frequently acknowledging them and, you know, being generous in that sense. I'm going to always make a habit to find something to acknowledge someone for, you know, and that's, it doesn't have to be fake. You know, look, it's not something about, okay, let me make up something. No, you genuinely, it really forces you to start paying attention to listen, to listen for opportunities, to find the silver lining, to look at the glass half full, you know, especially in the work that I do with people, you know, especially like like my dance students. I mean, there's always something wrong, you know, with, with dancing, especially ballroom dancing. It's so technical. And ultimately, we have to make a habit of saying, you know what, yeah, I, there's a lot of things I messed up, but Let's acknowledge you for what you did really well. Let's acknowledge you for the things that you did succeed at. This goes for yourself, too. You know, acknowledging yourself is very important. And believe it or not, a lot of people don't do it because we are in this culture of, okay, you know, acknowledging yourself is bad. That's pride. That's arrogance. Not necessarily. You know, there is, there is a value to being proud of what you do. You know, having self-pride, but not in a imbalanced way but more like confidence you know being proud of your successes acknowledging yourself allowing others to acknowledge you you know that's a big one how many times do people give us a compliment i know that's a huge problem i have you know like especially when somebody's giving me an acknowledgement i'm like yeah okay you know you just shut it down really quickly and it's like you know in our minds we're like oh you know don't take the compliment you know you'll be arrogant if you do that but really what you're doing you're robbing them the ability to enjoy acknowledging you and express their gratitude to you or whatever it is. So allow those things to happen and also be generous with your acknowledgements because it's going to help build this awareness of what is enough. It's all about building the awareness of what is enough, what is good, what has happened that you enjoy, what did that person do that you really like. Those are all awarenesses. And we build it through talking. We build it through writing, which is the next one, and communicating. So the next one, number seven, is make gratitude lists. I've done so many of these. One time I had to do a list of 100 things I was thankful for. That took a little while, but it was an amazing process because it really, you know, there's so many things that happen these days. There's so much, like literally a week will go by. And something extremely significant may have happened to you Monday, but after a week, you know, we barely remember it because of how much information is constantly exchanged. So, you know, making a list, you know, as they say, checking it twice, right? <laughs> Remembering some things. You know, I remember a long time ago I had a blog and I made a list of all the people that I was grateful for in my life. I was like dozens of them and I acknowledged them on the, on the blog and it was for Thanksgiving. And I think it was like two years ago. And you know, it was a it was a real transformative exercise. It took a long time, but it was so transformative because there's so many people in my life that when I actually took a look, when I opened that box in my mind and opened up those memories and actually examined them, what what was I grateful for? It's like, holy smokes, I have so much to be grateful for. I totally forgot about this person and what they did for me or you know, how we met or whatever, you know. So those kind of things need to be revisited often. And that's why gratitude lists are so important or gratitude journaling. And when you make those lists, you know, be specific. This is number one for acknowledgement, for gratitude lists, for prayer, for any kind of word or language, communicate, you know, communication with gratitude. Because, you know, you oh, yeah, I'm grateful. That's not good enough, you know. I know we're talking about being good enough, so that's you know a little bit contrary, right? <laughs> but the point is, it isn't good enough. It's not going to be useful to you unless you are specific. The more specific you are, and it is challenging, especially if you express gratitude to a person in person, which is excellent. That's the best kind. When you do it in person to someone's face, eye-to-eye, full-on, iris-to-iris contact, spirit to spirit. That is the most transformative. And when you do that, you know, be specific. Hey, you know, back then when you did this and this happened, and I am so thankful for what you did because X, Y, and Z, and then this and this and this. It's so much more powerful than I'm grateful for you. You see how we avoid responsibility, we avoid vulnerability. We avoid number 1 which is investing yourself in that situation because it's uncomfortable by not being specific. So be specific with your lists and journaling, same thing. You know, you don't have to journal like crazy, but be specific. Number 8, do something for someone. This is an uh, outstanding advice because if you're pissed off that day if you're angry of something not going right an awesome solution is always to find a way that you can contribute to somebody else simple and it always works if you're genuine about it it always works because at the end of the day there's always somebody that is having a crappier time than you and whether that's as small as giving a homeless guy a sandwich and again invest yourself you know it, let's say you're having a bad day and you want to follow this advice, you know opening up you know the window and giving the guy a dollar. well, did you really invest yourself? well, maybe that might might give you a little boost so you feel better about yourself. What if you actually parked your car, you go up to the guy and say, "Hey man, you want some water or a sandwich? I'm going to go buy you something right now, and whatever if they refuse, whatever at least you tried, But you know I bet you that is going to be much more of a more effective, you know, doing something for someone else than just, you know, kind of giving a little bunny a bit of money there. So again, it's not about good or bad, it's just about more effective. The more you invest yourself in doing something for someone else, you're going to see and reap the rewards and it's going to fill you with a lot of things to be grateful for. So, the final one number 9 is to reframe, you know, reframe reframe the situation. Learn this is probably one of the hardest, but you know, reframing gratitude is all about reframing. Gratitude is taking a situation and reframing it, and particularly what taking a situation that something is not enough and reframing it to you know it being enough. So ultimately, it is a practice of reframing, and we build that practice through practicing reframing i mean ultimately it's that simple you look at any situation first off my recommendation is you have to change your physical state if you're pissed off about something if if something happened that you didn't like the first thing that's going to happen is your emotions are going to kick in and you cannot reframe anything unless you have calmed down you have to physically change the state. And that's done through breathing, that's done through anger management, whatever it is that you can get in a different state of being that you're not emotional. Once you're emotional, then the change is internally in your mind in how it occurs to you. And that is a function of whether you are willing enough, you know, willing to let go of how you have judged the situation. We all make judgments all the time. Is a constant thing. How something happens to you, boom, you put a judgment on it, and that's how it is, and that's how it's going to be. You know, the guy cut me off in traffic, man, this guy is a beep, beep, beep. And maybe, maybe not, you know, but maybe he was in a rush because, you know, his wife was delivering, and, you know, he just found out. So I don't know. Ultimately, we have to be willing to let go of our perspective, which is nothing new. You know, I'm not telling you any magical secret here, but it's a reminder and particularly what I found useful is that, number one, you got to change your state, physical state, before you refrain. Because gratitude is all about refraining. And if you're angry, if you're emotional, you can't be grateful. So you got to change the state to be grateful. So here we go. I'm going to review all of them one more time. Number one is invest yourself in the situation. Number two, be creative. Do creative stuff. Number three, go outside, commune with nature. Number four, talk to plants, build those habits of communicating. Number five, pray, you know, find that higher power, that higher consciousness that you can connect to so you can build humility. Number six, acknowledge others regularly and be authentic about it. Be specific. Number seven, make gratitude lists. Be specific, be specific, be specific. Number eight, do something for someone. And this one goes with number one, investing yourself. The more you invest yourself in what you do for someone else, the more you're going to get in return. And number nine, reframe and practice changing your state so that you can reframe the situation and look at it differently, because that is exactly what gratitude is and does. So Thank you so much for tuning in and your support for this show means a lot to me. I'm so excited to be creating a lot in the future. I've got a lot of things planned. If you like to read, I have uh, begun to write a lot of articles for Medium, so check me out on there. You can find the link to my Medium profile on my website. I've got a lot of other things too. If you use the Insight app timer, uh, it's an Insight timer app. It's a awesome app for meditation, uh, guided meditations, podcast talks. I'm going to be uploading, uh, some guided meditations on there as well as my original piano music, just for relaxation, some good podcast episodes on there. So download it. It's free. You can follow me on there. Uh, it's, it's a really cool app and I'm planning to do a lot of things there, like even personal growth courses. They're going to be audio courses. Uh, so check it out. It's a really cool thing. And likewise, thank you for your support. If you'd like to support the show, you can check it all out on the website. I've got my Patreon and PayPal info on there. I love doing this stuff, and I plan on doing it and growing it. And thank you so much for being part of that journey. So I hope that this episode has contributed to your life. I hope that, uh, you know, it has found some impact in your behavior, your attitudes, in creating a life that you love. That's what I'm all about. If you have a friend that... Uh, Can benefit from today's episode share it with them gratitude is something that we can all get a little more of you never know the difference it'll make so thank you for your support thank you for listening and I'll see you guys on the flip side you're listening to the seven transformations podcast with your host Tudor Alexander for weekly articles on creating a life you love stay connected at the 7